Business Day's energy writer Janine Erasmus wrote a piece in today's paper. The headline reads, Cement producers face toxic cocktail mix of mafias, imports and carbon taxes. On the other hand, crucial to the energy space, the Green Hydrogen Summit is underway in Cape Town and Denine believes that investment in the hydrogen value chain has the potential to unlock a number of opportunities for the construction industry. Denine joins us with more detail. Good afternoon, Denine. Thanks for joining us. Good afternoon. All right, so let's actually talk about uh, the cement industry. Let's start with that one. Um, you call it a toxic cocktail of factors. Let's talk about the various um, factors that are impacting the sector right now. Yeah, so as it says in the headline, I think there's, um, well, first of all, there's just a general downturn in the construction industry. Um, there hasn't been a lot of spending on infrastructure coming from, from government, from the, the public sector. And I think this is reflected, I quote the, the latest report from SACI where they, they rate South Africa's infrastructure. And I think from that, it's very clear that there, there is quite quite a large gap or deficit in, in terms of spending on the maintenance of existing infrastructure and also new infrastructure. So yes, that's that's one of the issues plaguing the, the cement industry, which is of course a, um, a supplier to the construction industry and then there's also the case of uh, of cheap imports um this is mainly coming in from countries like pakistan and vietnam so cement and concrete south africa the industry body they um they believe that some of these importers are undercutting local cement producers by about 40 percent and then there is some other issues like the implementation of the carbon tax that's also placing additional pressure on cement producers and who are facing this environment of low demand for their product. Mm -hmm. So I'm actually keen to speak about some of these factors, Deneen. Let's talk firstly about government's infrastructure spend. We're on a very tight fiscal um, journey here, and so infrastructure spend isn't going to increase. I find this conversation is very similar when we speak about con construction and contractors. If government yes. does not spend, is this the end or is this then, you know, the tightening of these um, industries? Um, to what end? Um, considering the fact that South Africa has, you know, quite a while um, of this fiscal consolidation that still needs to go on before we're in a favorable position to have capex to spend on infrastructure. Yes, mm. absolutely. So mm. I think if we're looking at, um, so at the moment, um, if we look at Treasury's its estimates in terms of spending on infrastructure, um, this must increase from where we are at the moment at about 4% of GDP. Um, so to, to reach the targets that were set in the National Development Plan and in the new Infrastructure Development Plan, that has to increase to 10% of G GDP um, for, for government, which is, which is, as you say, given the tight fiscal um, um, fiscal space that we have is probably not going to happen, but um, to not to be not not too gloomy about the mm. outlook. I think it. I think there there is money. Mm. So there there is money going to municipalities. There is money going um to the provinces. So um it, and we are seeing new projects now. I think um Minister Patricia de Lille also spoke about it at the opening of the Green Hydrogen Summit. Cape Town this morning that there is new projects coming through the pipeline. It's it's really just a case of um, finding the capacity within the different spheres of government to effectively spend that money. Mm, mm. 
Mm. I think that's something that we um, we know is a, ch is a challenge as well, just capacity on all fronts. Let's talk about carbon tax. Very keen to see how it does now, um, you know, affect the sector. And maybe, um, Dini, if you can give us also just a brief overview of where South Africa is with carbon tax as a whole. Mm. So we, we have already implemented carbon taxes. We are in the first phase. That first phase has now been extended to 2026. And it's, so Treasury does envisage that after that, it will very quickly be ramped up. But where we stand now, so high emitting companies like cement producers are already liable for a carbon tax. And in many cases, this can to a certain extent be passed through to the consumer, but um, again, given that there isn't very a, a very much demand at the moment for the product, it does it does put these companies in a position where they aren't able to pass all of that additional cost through. Mm -hmm. um, the cement industry is actually one of the largest emitters globally, responsible for five percent of of global greenhouse gas emissions. So, so that so they are under a lot of pressure to to bring down emissions, which which can which can be done by are not producing pure cement, so um, so mixing in some fly ash, for example. But um, as the CEO Brian Kerry from Concrete and Cement South Africa says, this all requires investment in new new technology, new production processes. Which, if your product isn't selling as well as you want it to be, you don't necessarily have that. Um, that space in your budget to invest in in the new equipment that can help you reduce emissions. Oh, Nadine, unfortunately, we are out of time, and I really wanted to speak about the hydrogen summit. Uh, but hopefully, you'll mm. write something, and then we can then we can definitely have you back. And um, with regards to that, thank you so much for your time. Always a pleasure speaking to you. That was Business Days Energy Writer Dinina Rasmus. Mm.